0: Hey guys, I'm Hannah, and I'm Kylie, and welcome to Back Up for Grabs. <laughs> ah, man, we're super tired right now, I feel like we should preface this with that. Yeah,
1: this might get, go down a rabbit hole or something, I don't know. <laughs> but we will be talking about Season 1, Episode 3, Quest for Food.
0: <laughs> um, let's go ahead and start with our 15 second summaries. You want to... Keep the ball rolling and go first.
1: Here we go, yeah. So we got some fishing scenes, we got some mud volcanoes, we have a reward challenge, then we have an immunity challenge, and then we have tribal and a lot of rain.
0: That wasn't bad. I feel I feel like you're... I'm improving. You're getting the hang of it, yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: More happened to this episode than I thought, so...
0: Yeah, we were sitting there watching it, and I was like, wow, this is dragging on, now when I'm looking back at, like, things I wrote down to talk about. There were many. Yeah, quite a a bit. Alright, ready? (sighs) No. (laughs) And go. Okay, so we start this episode with people out on the raft trying to fish. Sean can't catch any fish. Richard catches lots of fish. Then we find a mud pit. We're bonding. We go to a reward challenge. The reward is fishing gear. And, nope, that might have been later. There's tribal. (laughs) We're doing great. We are doing great. Um, I, th- I don't feel like we need to vote. I feel like I can just hand that victory <laughs> to Kylie. Okay.
1: Didn't realize we were competing, but...
0: Life's a competition. There we go. <clears throat> yeah. All right.
1: Well, I guess we should just get into it. I mean, we definitely start oh. out with the fishing. So
0: far, we've and informed... And the drama
1: that was the fishing.
0: So far, we've informed them that there was fishing and mud. yeah, also
1: challenges. There were challenges. Multiple this time. (laughs) Which I appreciated.
0: Okay, so let's just jump into it. First, we had the fishing scenes that we talked about. So... They were fun. For a little bit was Sue and Stacy and Kelly out basically just talking shit on the fishing raft. Um, One thing I found interesting is that people used to, like, really have to disguise their private conversations by, like, doing something useful. Whereas I feel like... Now, people just, like, walk off into the woods and as long as no one else is there, like, everybody knows what you're doing. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and, like, yes, they were technically talking
1: strategy, but it was more just, like, I want to get rid of Rudy.
0: hmm Yeah. I really like Stacey. I think she's smart. I think Sue's kind of being, honestly, just, like, a POS by not just being up front with what she's thinking. And I, at least at this stage in the game, don't personally find Sue to be that strategic. She's just, like, her whole strategy is just to keep the tribe strong, which is just, like, kind of a basic survivor technique. It's not really strategy.
1: Yeah. Well, and she's still, like, playing just for herself, too. Not that that's a bad thing, but it's like, yeah, I don't want to vote that way. I'm doing it this way. It's like, okay, well, congratulations. (laughs) You've made zero friends in that endeavor. (laughs)
0: Which, to be fair, I don't feel like she's really concerned with people's opinions of her. No. <laughs> Which is in stark contrast to Pagong, who's over there, literally like we're in a friggin' rainforest and it's dirty and it's gross and we haven't showered in days. But look, there's a mud pit and it's fun. And so three of them <laughs> found it,
1: and then they're like, "Wait, we need to go back and
0: get the rest of our tribe." You know what this pit
1: needs? <laughs> Everyone <All> of us. <laughs> so cute. Like, it was definitely a bonding experience and I feel like you don't really get that on at least future seasons unless you win a reward challenge and go off together.
0: Yeah, cause, and even then it's like, you can't get people to put the game down long enough to just have a good time. And I feel like that's a really common complaint of at least one person. Anytime there's a merge feast or something like that, like, you Someone's
1: always looking for something.
0: Yeah, and you have people breaking off, trying to, like, touch base with you know, new people, whatever. Right. Well, they
1: even, like, did something at night the other episode, I think. Like, they were doing their little campfire and charades and...
0: Oh, yeah. Even the first night before they had official fire, the Pagan tribe was, like, telling campfire stories right. in, like, the pitch black darkness. Like, they, they're they there to And bond. it definitely
1: makes sense why they're so sad when they have to vote someone off. Because, like, we actually see, yes, you are a tribe and you're... Your and family, it's,
0: yeah, it's genuine. It's not. It doesn't feel as forced because I feel like sometimes on Toggy when they're talking about, oh, we've gotten really close. It's like they're trying to convince themselves, <laughs> yeah, that that's true. <laughs> it's like, well, maybe just because you'll have numbers moving forward, but not
1: because you actually like each other as humans,
0: right? And we had a challenge pretty early on with the diving okay. for the chests. Yeah. yeah, I'm shocked at how physical. That challenge is. Like, there's not really any element of puzzles. still. It's just, that's a physical challenge. Move the crate from A to B. Right, which makes me really feel like maybe their lack of strategy is really just, like, what's the point of even... They haven't been introduced to any in the game. Right. And not to be, like, a jerk, but you don't even know who's smart or good at puzzles or thinking strategically really yet because you haven't... Seen it. Needed to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it was interesting, like, they definitely tried to pick
1: up the crate at first, and I was like, no, like, you need to push it, like, that's why you're underwater for so long. Right. But, I mean, even the women did really well in that challenge. Like, Colleen was pushing. Um, I give props to them. I mean, it's physical, but I think most people did really well in that challenge.
0: Mm-hmm. And I do find it interesting that now we have so many people who apply and get on Survivor who aren't that physical, but that probably wasn't really a thing you know, at first blush, because if you're told you're going to go survive on an island for, they were still at 39 days, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you don't know that this is going to take off. You're not going to go unless you're like pretty physically fit. Right. (laughs) And so even though they're voting off the weaker people, like someone like Stacy, I feel like would have stayed probably at least until the merge in newer seasons, because it's not like she's, you know, completely destitute and doing nothing in challenges. She's just doing less than everybody else. Right. Well, and especially with
1: more aspects and challenges later on, like, I mean, she did fine physically, in my opinion, on the challenge, but then there would be more elements, and so more people would mess up, potentially,
0: mm. or it'd be more obvious. Yeah. So we finish that. Toggy wins. They get the fishing gear. Richard end up, ended up catching the first fish, which...
1: Yeah, the stingray.
0: Oh, right, right, right. Or, <laughs> like, the... Or manta rays or angel fish or something. Right, but not an
1: <laughs> actual fish because they made a big deal to tell him to go find something that looks like a fish.
0: Mm-hmm. I find it intriguing that Richard's like, yeah, Sean's so mad, blah, blah, the stuff. But not in any of his interviews do we actually see Sean himself complaining. Richard's just saying that Sean's mad. So I wonder if that's just Richard trying to like
1: boost his own ego.
0: Yeah, or, like, create some conflict that's not there. Because I feel like Sean is probably easily one of, if not the most easygoing person on this entire season. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sean just kept making
1: a point, like, Rich overestimates himself. He's not going to catch anything. But Sean didn't really catch anything either with his super pole. Yeah. I do. I find the super pole ridiculous. Oh, totally. I do really like Sean, though. And he just sat on the, <laughs> on the raft. And then... Complained about the stingrays. Mm -hmm.
0: And then we have kind of another strategy move, I think, on Richard's part. He's very overtly campaigning about his fishing skills for people to keep... It It almost feels kind of like an insecure streak for me, because I don't think anyone's really been talking about Richard as a potential vote. And I don't think... Richard really thinks that anyone's been doing that. Well, he did bring
1: it up at one point. He was like, oh yeah, I've narrowed it down to like two people and one of, or four people and one of them is me. It's like, okay, so you recognize that some people may not like you. So you think that you have to provide for the tribe and then not only provide, but sell yourself to the tribe.
0: Yeah. I also, I don't think that he, I feel like he thinks he has a bigger impact on people than he does. Yes. So, I mean, he could easily be thinking like... You know those people. You know those people. that Like, anytime two people walk away, they're always like, they're probably talking about me. And it's like, probably not. Like, I don't think they actually care. You are not care. that
1: significant.
0: Exactly. Like, they don't care about you as much as you care about you. So right. you're projecting that onto everybody else. Right. But I'm glad they got food. I think it definitely boosted the tribe morale. Mm-hmm. They got their rays, and then Pagong got rats, which, I mean... I think Ramon and Gervais were being, like, massive snobs about the whole rat situation at first. Yeah, I mean, it's cooked meat. Like, it's gonna taste... <laughs> it's gonna taste fine. I just... You could see the judgment in Joel's eyes when they were like, mm, the rat. And Joel's like, okay, no one's making you eat it. Right. I caught it. I cooked it. I'm totally fine eating more of it. <laughs> yeah, feel free to give me your portion <laughs> of this rat that I caught. Right. And then they were like, no, we want more. Mm-hmm. I think I... Greg is hilarious. He's probably one of my favorites on this season. That He's like, we won't really have the gravy we're looking for. Like, I think sauce is really important in, like... <laughs> he definitely livens up the show right now. I appreciate it. But he's got such a dry sense of humor. Like, I feel like he is, like, the good side of Johnny Fairplay. Like, that's the same kind of, like...
1: <laughs> dry humor.
0: Yeah, and he has that, like, entertainment factor. Yeah. And he's obviously smart. He's an Ivy League student, but... He doesn't come off as like condescending or, I don't know, he seems more free spirited than like bookish. (laughs) Right. No, that makes sense.
1: Then we get prepped for
0: the immunity challenge. Yes. I love the challenges where they have an activity that they have to do like beforehand. I think it just makes it so much more interesting if like your success in the challenge isn't just tied to, it's, the this isn't just a physical challenge. You know, they have to like work as a team and think through how to best prepare for it beforehand. And I think it kind of evens the playing field a little bit. Even Mm -hmm. if you don't have the strongest team or you have super poor communication during the challenges themselves under like, you know, time pressure and stress and things, like you still have a shot outside of it to really set yourself up well.
1: Yeah. I mean, I really liked that both tribes were practicing beforehand. They both looked really good. And Pagong's stretcher, like, impressed me significantly because they could literally flip Colleen upside down with what they did to
0: it couldn't help thinking like i'm sitting there thinking colleen and kelly got like hung in trees yeah and they're probably getting bruised all over the place from these janky stretchers that the team built out of bamboo like (laughs) and like knocking them them. into trees and yeah particularly with kelly they were not being careful at all about like oh look a tree oh We ran into it. Like you could (laughs) She's like almost falling out.
1: (laughs) And Colleen's just like Yeah, I'm just laying here. Just get me to the end.
0: Yeah. And that wrapped up with Pagong winning, sending Toggy to Tribal.
1: Well then Jeff was like, I know you're tired from dragging Colleen through the jungle, but
0: go walk on top of that giant rock over there and go get your idol. Also, let's talk about how dumb it is that they literally brought in a plane. Yeah. For the Plane wreck. And I'm, then wrapped it in bushes. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that wasn't just, like, there on the island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's hilarious to me that they, like, where they put their budget. Like, did you think right. people would care more about
1: the plane? Plane. Well, and there was nothing for them to stand on. There were no mats. No nothing. They were just standing
0: there, and then he was like, okay, go. And then they're just supposed to trust, like, oh, the trees that you're racing to, those are equidistant apart. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah I do find it hilarious where they decide to put the like in challenges now they'd be like your tribe mates hung from a tree go find them they would be like pretend that they were in a plane wreck right <laughs> like forget painting the story survivor now is about survivor no well, and it's still like narrated which I appreciate like we're
1: still like okay what's going on did they get her down I think they got her down is Toggy in the lead no Pagong's in the lead like yeah. We're figuring it out. I'm really looking forward to when we get to hear Jeff's commentary during right. the challenges. Well, and he's ruthless sometimes in his commentary, so I'm just
0: ready he's for it. He's gotten steadily more savage. <laughs> yes. I'd say. I'm ready for it. <laughs> okay. So then we're kind of talking, or Toggy's discussing who they're going to vote out, and it seems like it's mostly between people who are voting Stacy and people who are voting Rudy. Right. Um, Well, and Rudy saying that he's going to vote Stacy because he doesn't like her and never will. I can't really fault him because Rudy is the only person that Stacy has ever voted for. Yeah. And will ever vote for in this game. (laughs) How about Richard just randomly dropping that he wanted to have a group conversation about who they were going to vote out? See, part of me really wants to like Richard in, like,
1: he wanting to do strategy talk, but... Not group strategy talk. Like, pick a person you like, Richard. I know it might be hard, but pick someone, form a little alliance, and then talk about who you want to vote
0: out. He'll get it's... there later. Don't rush him. <laughs> I know, but it's not
1: a group vote. Like, no one's going to agree on, like, everyone's not going to agree on one person.
0: Yeah. I kind of think it's almost, maybe one of the only strategic moves that the group does as a whole is not talking about it as a group. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Richard had very, like, Boston Rob energy there of trying to play Godfather and be like, I tried to get everybody to talk about it, but they wouldn't. And it's like... They wouldn't listen to me corral them. (laughs) (laughs) Then we get to Tribal, where, um... Jeff tries to introduce a conch shell. Uh Uh-huh. No thank you.
1: And this is the first and only episode (laughs) where that happens. I mean, he even stopped it halfway through. He was like, no, I'm calling on people. Like, this is not working. This is also maybe...
0: Kelly is the OG. I'm not out here to make friends. <laughs> ruthless. These people are ruthless. I mean, what's funny, though, is, like, Richard and Kelly are probably the two people who have been the most blunt, and look how far they make it compared to everybody else. <laughs> That's true. Um, This storm is terrible. I was
1: surprised Jeff let them stay after Tribal. Because usually he sends them back. He's like, I don't care.
0: Go I ahead. think... I think this is the only time that they were allowed to stay at Tribal until the storm subsided. Um, and that's also why Stacey's final words are in the morning instead of at night. So I think this all predated Ponderosa. So they probably just right. kicked him to the curb once they right. left. Which is also probably why <laughs> BB was able to bribe a producer into letting him fly out early. Would you have voted out Stacy? I don't think so. I think probably if I was playing with this group of people that I would have been likely allied with Stacy and Kelly. Okay. Just because they they feel like more my vibe. <laughs> no, I see that. And I also think, well, there's some drama that I was researching revolving this, but I feel like Sean and Dirk probably like that would have been my ideal like if I could get Stacy and Kelly and Dirk and Sean and hypothetically, Hannah, to all kind of group up, that would have been a solid five. Yeah. And I think all of those people are just strategic enough to recognize that an alliance would be good, but not strategic enough to try to boot the person who started it. Yeah. But, so I was reading, Stacy started the first legal action against Survivor that they ever experienced, which is interesting because she's also the first attorney that they ever had on, which might explain <laughs> her n- knowing to do a legal action. Um, she claimed that she was voted off because the producers persuaded Sean and Dirk to vote for her instead of Rudy, which resulted in her elimination. Sean denied it and just said that the producers told him to vote his conscience, but Dirk confirmed her claim in a deposition that was 205 pages long. And they ultimately settled the case, so I'm not sure what was the actual correct <laughs> yeah. um, situation, but I think, yeah... Stacey essentially thought that the whole reason people wouldn't come forward is because they were getting a bunch of fame and opportunities and perks just for, like, being on the show. Mm -hmm. Because Survivor was huge when it started. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I mean, knowing
1: that drama kind of makes sense why they'd never aligned together. Um,
0: I went and... So, she's an attorney from San Francisco. She grew up in Long Island. Uh, I actually went and stalked her on the California State Bar website. She recently went inactive in 2018, She's 49 years old now, so I don't know if she retired or not. But another fun fact is that her luxury item was a camera. Alright, got any tidbits you want to throw out? Um. I mean, I'll give it to Stacy.
1: Her little quote of, well, I don't trust her, her being Sue, as far as I can throw her, which <laughs> according to this tribe is not far. <laughs> I thought she was a tough player, though. I I do give Stacy props.
0: I liked her. I I wish. She's one of those people that I would have liked to see what like how she would have played if she had made it past the merge. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think if she was there, she would have had kind of the wherewithal to start playing a strategic game before most of them did. Right. I also think if she would have stuck around that Kelly wouldn't have gotten driven over by Richard Hatch and, you know, kind of pity dragged to the end. Yeah. I really liked Pagong's Congo line into... That was cute. Into the challenge. <laughs> They're such a cohesive group. They're just fun. Like, would you would you rather be on Toggy or Pagong? Definitely Pagong. I think so, too. Even if... But even I mean, I, I also the,
1: like Jenna. Like, Jenna's my girl right now.
0: <laughs> I was really a fan of Jim's, like, blue-rimmed shades at the challenge. Like, I'm not really sure mm. who his stylist is, but they were... They had some good... Um, <laughs> 90s you know, shades. I was going to say, good 90s energy. I feel, I do feel like Jeff started Survivor with dreams of being like American Steve Irwin based on like... Mm, the outfit. Yes. Like he's been in this, the like the khaki pants. button up and the... Yes. Yeah. He feels very like, I'm going to go crocodile
1: hunt now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess favorite line was, that did not fly from Richard. Yeah. <laughs> And mostly just because of his facial expression when he said it. His
0: eyes totally, like, widened. He he was was like, like, I cannot
1: believe people don't want to talk to me.
0: It's like, well, not really, Richard. Can we blame them? (laughs) Um, I feel like my entire take on this episode is just talking about how much I love Sean. But my quote was from him. Um, I'm somewhat entertaining sometimes. Is (laughs) Fishless or fishworthy. (laughs) He's just, he's got a good one. He does. I, I think he has a great attitude. I really don't think he's there to, like, win a million dollars. No. I don't think he needs a million dollars. He's a doctor, but...
1: I, d- I would, I would want to have aligned with him and Dirk if I were on that tribe, probably. Hmm. That's where
0: I would go. And I think, I mean, at least in, like, new school Survivor, Dirk's, like, overt kind of religious streak might actually be beneficial in the sense that if people got annoyed with it, they'd want to keep him around, take him to the end. Yeah. And I mean, he's going to be helpful in challenges. Like he's young and pretty strong. So we should also probably revisit his abs.
1: We should (laughs) also a good reason to keep him around.
0: (laughs) All right. Okay. Now we're going to move into our birthdays for this week. So January
1: 16th, we have Dave Johnson from Season 6 and Michelle Tassaro
0: from Season 7. On January 17th, we have Peter Harkey from Season 4, Corinne Kaplan from Season 17 and Season 26, John Cochran from Season 23 and Season 26, and Nina Porsche from Season 30. January 18th, we have B.B. Anderson from Season 1
1: and Bill Bem from Season 21. I not say Jill? You said Bill. Oh. (laughs) Sorry Jill. (laughs) It's Jill Bem from season 21.
0: Uh. (laughs) Okay January 19th we have Lydia Morales from season 11. January 20th we
1: have Rudy Bosch from season 1 and Ramona Gray from season 1.
0: our homies. Um, uh, We don't have any birthdays on January 21st. On January 22nd we have... Brandon Quinton from Season 3, Brandon Bellinger from Season 11, Jessica Smith from Season 13, and Elizabeth Olsen from Season 37. All right. Well, I think that about wraps us for Episode 3 of Season 1. Yep. Okay. I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening to Back Up for Grabs. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BackupforGrabs
1: on Instagram and BackupforGrabs underscore on Twitter. Or email us at BackupforGrabsPod at gmail.com.